Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 weekday evenings on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot it's six o'clock talk with daryl wood host daryl wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion constitutionalism and thought-provoking analysis join the conversation six o'clock talk with daryl wood a daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else tune in to six o'clock talk with daryl wood on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot or stream at patriotdetroit.com you are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. All right, that number to call is area code 248-581-1214. That's area code 148, I'm sorry, 248-581-1214, 248-581-1214. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, a new number because we're having just a few technical difficulties as they have all over the world. You know, stuff happens. But always we have to have a plan two, and that is our plan two number. So that number to call is area code uh, 248-248-581-1214. That's 248-581-1214 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Encourage you to call. This is Open Air Monday, where you can call with any questions that you have about the Word of God. They're all welcome here. Questions about church history, questions about biblical studies, questions about systematic theology. What is ever on your mind, as long as it's biblical, is welcome here. And remember, that includes social impact uh, issues that impact upon what the Bible has to say about them. All right, so there are things in that category that gets us, you know, right up to where Daryl the Wood deals with, but not far. I don't go as far as he, or as deeply as he goes into his expertise, which is dealing and updating us on what's happening in the political world and comparing it to a Christian worldview. He does an excellent, excellent job. But still, we have to talk about social issues as well as they impact upon the Bible and Christianity. So we encourage you to call with those questions at area code 248-581-1214. Once again, that number, area code 248 581 
1214. That number seems to be the one that's operating uh, more correctly than the other lines. So we encourage you to get on and call right now so you can be a part of this interactive program because that's exactly what it's supposed to be on Monday. It's supposed to be Open Air Monday where you can call with your questions, your concerns about the Bible, about theology, about Christian living, about systematic theology, church history, everything biblical winds up here. And that number to call once again uh, is area code 248-581-1214. That's area code 248-581-1214. That is the new phone number we're using for a while, I imagine, until we get everything up and running. But that is the number we want you to call on. All right, so while I'm waiting for your calls to come, I do need to encourage you to come out to the Monday night Bible study tonight. Monday night Bible study tonight. You don't want to miss it if you are in the area and you can make it because we have a fantastic, fabulous lesson that we're going to be talking about. I am going to prove from the Bible, I'm going to prove from the Bible tonight that apostles are not for today. That's right. From the Word of God, not just an opinion piece here. I'm going to show you what the Bible has to say about the so-called modern-day apostles. We're going to be dealing with that tonight. And I'm going to be challenging the listening audience to help me define exactly, because that's, that's what the whole thing winds up being, right? Defining what is an apostle anyway. It's not like the Bible uses terms and then just throws them out there for you to do with them as you choose. Oh, no. The Bible gives firm, clear definitions. So tonight we're going to be talking about the modern-day apostles and why I believe, and I do believe this, that there are no apostles today like there were in New Testament times. I firmly believe that. I'm going to prove it tonight. Come to Monday Night Bible Study, Strictly Biblical, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. Bring your Bible if you want to get in on this discussion. I'll be teaching, but it's also interactive. Uh, I'm going to be definitely including you uh, in this particular discussion if you come tonight to our Monday Night Bible Study. And please come tonight because it looks like for Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll just tell you straight, with the weather conditions, the way it's looking, uh, that we will not have a Tuesday night noon study as we normally do our prophecy class. And I can hear the people weeping already that come to that class. We have about 50 strong in our prophecy class. But we have to cancel that Tuesday. And also on Wednesday, we won't be having class either. Uh, so all classes will be down on Tuesday and uh, we'll be down on Wednesday. However, Thursday, we're back up and running. Doesn't seem to be any bad weather Thursday. So the class, hallelujah. Yeah, yes, that's right, Marcus. Uh, Thursday, we'll be up and running. And so our class on the hard sayings of the Bible, we're going to be having that. So that's on Thursday. And that class starts at 12 o'clock. We encourage you to come to that class. And we'll be back up and running on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But just remember, Tuesday, Wednesday, because of the weather conditions, uh, we're not going to be having our classes. Number to call, area code 866. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Area code 248-581-1214. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. I've got to use this number for a while. Area code 248 248- Five eight one one two one four. That's the number to call to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, just as McCoy is doing today on Open Air Monday. Hello, McCoy. How you doing? 
going to be down for the weather, huh? Yeah, yeah, the weather's got... I hate that too, McCoy. Oh, I hate shutting down yeah. church for any reason. Uh, this is the second time it's happened uh, uh, th- this winter. And it seems like the winter didn't start getting bad until the end of it. You know, we were coasting for a while. <laughs> right, right, right. I have two short questions, but I want to ask you the first question because the second question, I guess it may matter, but... I just didn't really believe it, but this this here one needs to be addressed. Uh, some folks are listening as usual. You know, I get in these debates with some <laughs> pastors and elders, and so we were in this pastor's office, and we just got to talking about the Word of God. It's wonderful, though. You know, and, as, as much as you know, debates can be a lot of fun. It's good to know what's on people's mind, isn't it? Right, 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 and. And I, and then sometimes it amazes me because I'm saying, well, they have the Holy. They say they have the Holy Spirit, and I believe I have the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Why? How do they think the way they think? <laughs> well, you know the, the Bible. I, the Bible talks about my people perishing for a lack of knowledge. So sometimes the right. problem becomes that they just don't have enough biblical information for the Holy Spirit to enlighten us in certain areas. So, you know, we give each other a break, but that that's why we have to have these friendly debates and share. So so what's what's right. the what's the problem you got on that? Okay. okay, so here's what was happening. Uh, I was saying one pastor was saying, You gotta be careful how you uh listen to people because the word of God can be perverted. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, I disagree with that. And then so he goes to Romans, you know, the, where it says, you know, they change the truth of God's word into a lie. I said, well, then once it's changed into a lie, it's no longer God's word anymore. I uh-huh. said, God is his word. He's one with his word. And the Bible says that he's pure and he's holy and he changed not. So if you tell me that the word of God is being perverted, then to me, that's no longer God's word. You know, it's like, just like Eve, the devil and Eve, that Satan said something to her, it was no longer God's word no more. He told a lie. He put a lie into it. So to me, that that changed it. It wasn't God's word anymore. So here he's saying that God's word can be perverted. And I'm like, well, God is holy. And, you know, he is his word, you know. So can you give us some enlightenment on that? Well, it sounds to me like you and him, it, it just is a matter of semantics, you know, when you say, uh, but now you are right, uh, because what happens is uh, if you change God's word, it's no longer God's word anymore. But it seems like that's all he's trying to say. Uh, I don't see that he's disagreeing with you at all. Uh, he's oh, just, no, he told me he, he told me he disagreed with that. He believes that really it can be changed. Well, no, no. What happens and is the and, well, the, this is the truth that the the people can read it and change what the word of God says. That doesn't make, in other words, what they teach is not the word of God. They pervert the word of God. That's what right. the Bible tells us. Okay, so that that's the way we need to express it. But all that is, it sounds like to me, between you and him, is a matter of uh, of uh, uh, semantics, right? Because we're told, uh, uh, for instance, you know, over in a number of places, First Timothy one, uh, nineteen, where Paul warns, holding fast a good conscience, which some, having put away concerning faith, have made wreck. Of whom is Hymenius and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. 
So here we got guys that were blaspheming, yet claiming to be those who taught the word of God. So in other words, they pervert the word of God by not giving you all of it, by just giving you what uh, they want you to have and leaving the truth behind. Uh, so if that's what he means, you and him really shouldn't have a conflict. Uh, you're kind of just uh, arguing uh, where it might just be you're really talking about the same thing. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? If someone, like I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I understand perfectly what you're saying because that's what I was asking him. I said, God is the truth. You know, the word is the truth, you know. And, you know, he was like, no, nah, once it's perverted. Uh, they can pervert the word of God, change the word, and I'm like... No, well, to change the word of God, they'd have to actually write in the Bible. But if they're giving a false interpretation, see, that's covered by the Bible, and that could be what he's talking about. Like, for instance, what I think he's meaning uh, is this also, another passage, over in 2 Timothy 2 and 15. See, now this is what it says here, and we'll read into it, verse 4. Of these Mm -hmm. things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Then it says this, at verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Because the word of truth can be wrongly divided. Now, to me, if I heard someone say what he said, I would think that's what he's talking about. And I would ask him, do you mean that they're actually going to go in here and change the Bible? He'd probably say no. If he said no to that, then he means the same thing that I just said, that they're not changing right, right. the word of God. They are just uh, in- interpreting it inaccurately and falsely, not rightly dividing. Right. Right. You know, then, you know, this guy, though, sometimes, Pastor Moss, he, he always want to be the last to make a comment. And <laughs> when he make his comment, he always say, I believe, I believe it like it's solid of scripture, Pastor Moss. Well, well, well and, sometimes. And, and that's it. Sometimes people. You know, I'm saying, I said you can believe sincerely that you're right, but it's a possibility what, you can be sincerely wrong. Now, well, what happens is you though, know, a lot of times people argue just for the sake of argument. I've had people yeah. who argue were arguing with me, and we both believed the same thing, so they just were arguing for no oh, reason. Yeah. So all I had to do was show them I agree with you. But this is why. Right, and actually, right. we're saying, I've talked to people who we uh, uh, agree on the same thing, but for some reason, they wanted to argue about it. So I'm telling you, that's probably right. where he's coming from. He's not talking coming right. from them actually changing the text. He's saying that they pervert the Word of God, like what he talked about in the passage we just looked at. Right. Yeah, 2 um, Timothy, uh, se- Timothy, Second uh, Timothy 2. Here's 15. the other question, though. Uh-huh. The other question was, had something to do with the what you call the Nephilim, the giant angels that came down from heaven and right. uh, was after the daughters of men. So he's saying that they, you know, that these angels have uh, had children with these uh, women, and in these children, uh, the seed is still there, and that's why so many. He kind of made it sound as though, because he, he's calling these angels demons, you know, and mm-hmm. he's trying to make it seem like you now you got an offspring that's demonic or hybrid, half human and half angel. And I'm saying, well, if that's the case, why does they don't continue to have this great strength and why don't they continue? Why, if they're like that, why they can't? kind of manifest a transformation, you know, of 
something that's like angelic, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's saying that that he believes that they are and they populated, and that's why it's so much sin in the earth. And he takes <laughs> well, well, he, well, he's got earth, he's got some people like uh, John MacArthur that agrees with him on that. Oh, okay. But what happens is, this is something now that I don't agree with it, and uh, I'm on the side of the scholars who don't believe that Genesis chapter 6 is talking about uh, angels who were fell from heaven and were demons, and, you know, coming down and mating with people, you know. In fact, they wouldn't be called sons of God in that sense. I think it's talking about humans who were followers of God and then got involved with polygamous and false relationships. But still, which, another thing I want to teach you, this is McCoy, uh, always make a division between what is essential and what is not. A person can believe exactly as he does and still be orthodox. We just disagree on certain places of Scripture. I have no trouble. In other words, there are some things, all that the Bible says is important, but all of them are not essential for salvation. Uh, that that becomes right. the issue. Mm-hmm. So he can believe that. Uh, John MacArthur believes it. There's some other scholars who believe it. No big problem in terms of um, uh, of uh, orthodoxy. But it you know. But to me, it presents a problem biblically because there's a number of questions we could ask. What is meant by giants? Why would it have to be that if these were fallen uh, angels, it resulted in giants rather than midgets? You know, there's a lot of things that you where you could go to. And why isn't it happening today if it happened back then and sort of thing? Well, but that, uh, that was my point. That right. was where I was going with but it. I was, Today. Right, but I would, that's right, and that's a that's a very good point. But always remember, always be more charitable when it's something that's not heresy. I mean, if you're talking about Jehovah's Witness doctrine or Mormon doctrines, then we got to take out the sword and fight. But for this, we can share opinions and have lunch together uh, and you're make right. the other, make the other guy pay, make him pay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one right there. <laughs> okay, thank you, brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate you. Number to call. Let me get it. I got to look at it now because I, I got to remember this number for a while. Uh, area code 248-581-1214. Area code, one, two, oh, area code 248. Area code 248-581-1214. I think I know this person who's calling. Hello, Ronnie. Well, hello, Pastor Moss. I'm crying, Ronnie. I'm crying. And you know why? Me and a couple of other women I know are crying, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a question, and it's like no big deal, but it just kind of piqued my curiosity. Okay. Okay, In my own reading, I'm reading in uh, the book of Genesis. Okay. And where uh, Jacob wrestled the uh, angel. Uh Okay. After that, he said, from now on, your name will be known as Israel, not Jacob. Uh huh. Well, I'm about to chapter uh, maybe like 48 or something, but he's called Jacob here and there. He's called Israel here and there. So it, calling Jacob Israel and his Moses calling him both names and his children calling Jacob. I mean, it, it, it keeps going back and forth. Israel, well, what, Jacob. Yeah, what happens is all he's saying, he didn't say that when uh, he would be called Israel, that that would cancel him from being Jacob. But okay. just saying that now his his name is larger than what it was. In fact, it's very good because remember his name, his actual name, uh, uh, Jacob. The, the that wasn't too cool a name. That meant supplanter, right? Because he had, you know, he, he was a, uh, against Esau. They had all this thing going on. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he had to, in fact, his wrestling with God, with the angel, was a way of humbling him, actually. So God it gave him a better name than that. So Israel, so it still doesn't cancel his name, Jacob. Both of them apply. But definitely yeah. now that his name stands for, you know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, he is, uh, yeah. the, okay. it represents the promised line. Yeah. Well, because I thought, well, maybe only certain people, like God would call him Israel, you know, a higher uh, uh, name, and Moses would, you know, but his children that I can tell, they only called him, Je- and I'm going, oh, my God. So I, I hope that didn't seem like too silly of a question. No, 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 but both apply, both apply. Uh, okay. Because, you know, you see over, uh, you, you see it here in uh, Genesis chapter uh, 32. Yep, I'm right there. Uh And in 28, where it says, uh, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob. What that means was no more just Jacob, okay? Because still, that's not, he's not erasing that name, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. Uh, So we see that, and I believe also uh, that if we look, I'm not sure of this, so let me look first, because you know. Okay, okay. You speak out. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people crying. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. That's our class, our Tuesday class, you know. I know. We're so used to having it, and then we won't be able to have Wednesday class uh, 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 either. But uh, but uh, but definitely we'll be back. Uh, but uh, just have to cancel for that day. So tell them, uh, tell them to, 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 you know, just to hang on. And, yeah. and then Monday night Bible study, tell them tonight we're having a Bible study. So anybody yeah, who can nah. make it there. Yeah, uh, no, nah, not tonight. But here also, when we look at Jeremiah, I would say... Jeremiah. Yeah. Remember when we studied this in uh, prophecy? Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 7. Here's what it says. Uh, Talking about all of Israel now, and you know as I do, I should test you on this. I should test you on this, Ronnie, because you had this. I I need a break from your testing. (laughs) (laughs) So you need a a break from the testing, but not from the teaching, huh? Oh, no, no. Okay. Well, (laughs) what it says in Jeremiah 30 and 7, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Now, you know, just like I know, that the reference to Jacob there is not just to Jacob the man, right? Right? Yeah, but you know what? Your your phone is... Oh, it goes out? Okay. Go yeah. Just to let you know, that re- reference there is to all of Israel. So to call to, So to say Jacob, after he was given the name Israel by God, means that... Anytime you hear one, the other also applies. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. We're having some trouble. we got to go to break. Uh, right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and, of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. 
Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388 and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One has the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One has the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think about it, turn to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you want to change your life, turn to FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. That number to call, area code 248-581-1214. That's area code 248-581-1214. Having trouble with our other number, hopefully it'll be up and running. But right now, this is the number to use our new phone number for a while. We encourage you to call. And uh, also, just to let folks know, we we will be having Monday Night Bible Study tonight. In fact, right after this. And we're going to be talking about what a... Uh, the fact that there are no apostles like there were in the New Testament today. That will be our subject. Um, and so uh, definitely that's what we'll be dealing with uh, tonight, and we encourage you to come. Uh, but do remember, no Tuesday night prophecy classes, and also Wednesday we're down as well. Thursday we'll be back in action with our hard uh, sayings of the Bible class, uh, which meets at, uh, which meets at, uh, 12, at, at 12 o'clock. All right, that number to call here, area code uh, 248-581-1214, area code 248-581-1214. Let's go to Pat and Troy and see what is on her mind. Hey, Pastor, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good, thank you. Hey, um, my question is, I, I want to say it's Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. Okay, Revelation 7 uh, my, and 9? Yes, sir. Okay. My question regarding my question regarding this is: Is there salvation after the rapture? Now, from what I understand, from what I understand is after um, people who don't receive the mark or the number, you know, the number of the beast and his name and all that stuff, they're beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Christians are all gone before that, 
is there is there now are there still people who are going to be saved during the revelation or during tribulation hour just because they do not receive the mark? And I was only I was always under the impression that yes, that is true because they didn't receive it. Now I listened to John MacArthur the other day, and he was saying that no, that they're talking about the 144,000 that were slain is is the Jews, you know, that don't receive the mark. But if you read that verse, it says that they're, the ones who washed the robes white was a multitude that no man can number. So I'm kind of I'm kind of confused here on whether there will be salvation or not after after the rapture. Well, clearly, clearly there will be. Uh, there will be, and I don't see any reason why there there wouldn't be, or someone would say that. And I have never heard. I've heard John MacArthur teach that um, uh, there was no salvation. Uh, well, he he teaches this that a person could be saved after they take the mark of the beast, which I I don't believe. I think that once you take the mark of the beast, that's uh, almost tantamount to you know blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. But oh, absolutely, um, yeah. But definitely here, uh, just what you're saying that there are people who are saved, right? It says in verse nine after this, and this is in Revelation seven and nine. After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb with white robes and palms in their hands. And so here we have these who were saved. In fact, the scripture says, which is very interesting here, uh, that these came out of great tribulation, right? Says in verse 14, Correct. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So yes, there are those. In other words, uh, everybody's not going to take the, the mark of the beast. There'll be Christians who will be persecuted, but some will survive. In other words, some will survive the seven-year tribulation, and uh, and and they will be uh, believers. We know this because when Jesus comes back, often there's a passage that we miss here in Matthew in chapter 25, where we see actually the return of the Lord. And when he comes and he exercises judgment, notice what it says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him. Now that's talking about Jesus coming at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them, the one from the another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Well, the sheep are the believing nations, people from the believing nations. So there were people who did not take the mark of the beast and accepted uh, uh, Jesus during that time. There's nothing in eschatology that teaches that uh, people will not be able to be saved after the rapture. And that, well, and and that's what confused me because I mean, I really I really like John, and he was it was on your it was on the station probably about a week ago. I mean, he he preached it for like three days straight. They were playing it, and I'm like. This just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, he was making good sense of what he was saying, you know, and he was using scripture for it, but it, it, it just threw me for a loop because I'm like, I, that goes against everything I've ever been taught. And, but, you know. Well, just, I'm going to have to check that wrong. out because I have his whole book on the book of Revelation. And reading that, I never saw that in there. So I'll, I'll check it out. And you just listen to the oh, program. Yeah. When I do, I'll talk about it again. But um, I'm surprised. That's, I've never saw, seen that in, in his writings myself. But the Bible is clear. Absolutely. That yeah, there'll be people saved during the tribulation. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, they play, they, you know, he comes out at 8 o'clock in the morning when they played on your station. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was last last week they did like a three-part series on there. Wow. And I listened to all of it. That's why I was like, what? And it just it kind of threw me off. But that's good. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. And every time I read it, I'm like, it just, it wasn't, 
it wasn't clicking for me, but no, you made it make sense. So okay. I do appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right, that number to call, area code 248-581-1214. Area code 248-581-1214. Let's go to, to Val and see what's on her mind. Hello, Val. Hi, Pastor. How you doing, Val? I'm glad to hear your voice. I'm so despondent. I know, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, all of us are like crying. Yeah, right. Me too. I got tears here. <laughs> the weather, yeah. though, you know, this winter is something else and didn't seem to act up until towards the end of it, you know. But hey, that's that's Michigan for us. But it is. <laughs> but I was calling because you said, you. how do we know there's no more apostles? Well, that's Hello? going to be, going to, listen, that's what I'm going to be dealing with uh, tonight oh, at the Monday Night quick. Bible Study. Oh, no. It's, oh, I'm asking it, but I'm asking it that, that Monday, Monday Night Bible Study at 7 o'clock tonight. I'm ready for you guys if you show up. Oh, uh, we ready, too. Okay, then that's when you wait for that. I don't want to give any clues. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, Pastor, one quick thing. Uh-huh. Let people know the classes, when they resume, resume next week, Tuesday. 11 o'clock, no, 12 o'clock Monday, we have J.W. Joe over witness. Tuesday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Prophecy. Wednesday, 11 a.m. is Counseling. 12 is Precepts. And Thursday is noon. In fact, that's true. But what we want people to do is to get all that. Just call area code 313-933-9270, and they can find out all about it. And, Val, we thank you for that reminder. We definitely do. Number to call, area code 248-581-1214. Area code 248-581-1214 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I got to get used to this new phone number, but right after I get used to it, after everything gets fixed, I got to go back to the old one. <laughs> it's, I memorized, have memorized already. But if you have any questions about the Bible, any questions about the Word of God, that number to call now is area code 248-581-1214. That's area code 248-581-1214. And we'll take your question. Be glad to talk to you. Uh, and that's what this is all about. This is Open Air Monday where it's your time, your turn, to ask any questions you have about the Word of God. I am sitting here helplessly waiting to be assaulted by your questions, whether they be in textual criticism, whatever you want to talk about in the Word of God. And some people were asking me about Bible colleges. Well, there are some good ones out there. I would recommend to Manthano Bible College, uh, where uh, my good friend, um, uh, Dr. John McLean, Dr. McLean, uh, he's in charge there, and it's a great school. I taught there before in apologetics, uh, so it's a, a, a college where you get an apologetic emphasis. So that that's really good. And also, I would recommend as well Moody Moody Bible College and Seminary. You can look up both of those right online and get information about them when they have classes and also tuition costs. So that's Manthano. Uh, Christian College, and also Moody. Okay, Those two places uh, should be able to give you some uh, uh, well-equipped you in uh, dealing with the Word of God. Number to call here, area code 248-581-1214. We'll be right back. Can't remember when your favorite program is on WLQV? Go to faithtalkdetroit.com and enter keyword guide for more immediate access to our schedule. 
For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. F45 Training in Rochester Hills has teamed up with gotahalfitnow.com to offer you a great half-off deal. Get a one-month unlimited training membership to F45 Training in Rochester Hills for only $110. It's 45 minutes of functional training with a mix of circuit and high-intensity interval training. Team training, life-changing. Go to gotahalfitnow.com to purchase your one-month unlimited training membership to F45 Training in Rochester Hills for half price and start your journey towards a healthy you. A Moment of Destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. I want to let somebody know that you may be feeling insignificant because you're comparing yourself with other people. That's always a mistake, by the way. When we compare ourselves among ourselves, it's not a good idea to look around at other folk and compare yourself with them for a number of reasons. Number one, because God made you who you were. He knew what he wanted out of you when he brought you to the planet. And he gave you whatever you needed in order to please him. And so it's always a mistake. You are an original. God doesn't want you to become a copy. Pastor Paul Shepard is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at PastorPaul.net. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, 248-581-1214, 248-581-1214. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go straight to Keith in Detroit, see what's on his mind. Gary and Nicole, hang on. Hello, Keith. God bless you, Pastor Moss. God bless you, sir. Yeah, I'm a long-time uh, listener, first-time caller, and uh, I don't have a question, Pastor Moss, but mm-hmm. uh, I just have a comment. Yeah. Uh, first of all, really, really in, enjoy your program. I enjoy uh, your elders when they're, when they're teaching. Thank I just you. have a comment. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, session the other night where they were uh, dealing with uh, uh, the, the, uh, the tenets of Islam. 
And, of course, they, 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 they did an excellent job. And I was just wondering, uh, Pastor Moss, for the, for the next iteration, I would like if you could uh, ask them to, to go more into um, the issue with the, the date in terms of when the Quran and the other so-called uh, religious writings of Islam was actually written, because we're talking like 260 years, I believe, from the, after Muhammad's death to the time when they, they started to document anything which I, I would think is, is very problematic from my point of view. Well, you know those dates, and you're exactly right. That is problematic, right? That, uh, in fact, there are yeah. no ancient manuscripts that back up the Quran at all. It's got to, it's, it comes exactly. way after the New Testament because we got Muhammad. He's not on the scene until about 570 A.D. So right there, historically, it's problematic. But what happens, though, uh, Keith, that when people want to believe something, uh, they ignore these, this kind of evidence. They, they, you tell them, and it just. And in fact, it's amazing. Uh, they talk about at least twenty-four thousand prophets that they believe in Islam, uh, but yet the only prophet that wrote anything was Muhammad. Now, if knowing that fact can't wake you up, you just got trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to get off because I'm actually in my car, Pastor Moss. But again, I, I, I love you with the love of Christ. Appreciate the sound, good teaching. Doctrine, thank you very much. All right, God thank bless. you for calling. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 248-581-1214. Area code 248-581-1214. Soon I'll be headed to Strictly Biblical to find out what you know about apostles, the real apostles, not the modern-day variety. We'll be showing you from the Word of God that there cannot be apostles today like there were in the New Testament times. Let's go to Nicole in Southfield. Hello, Nicole. Yes, hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Um, well, first let me say I'm, I'm grateful that you have this show to so that we can ask questions. Um, for me, there's some things that I don't feel comfortable asking. Um, this is my first time hearing the show. So, again, I'm, I'm grateful because it gives me that opportunity. Um, the question that I have today, um, I have been reading my Bible. My goal is to read the complete Bible in a year. Good. Um, but with that, and it's not just to read it, but I want to get an understanding. And there's one thing that I had not read before, or maybe I just never paid attention. I'm not sure. In Genesis, <clears throat> of course, we know God created Adam and Eve. Uh-huh. And Adam and Eve had Abel, Cain, and Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, Cain killing Abel, so that left just Cain and Seth. But it talked about um, the Cain being afraid after he killed um, his brother, and, you know, God told him he would work the land and sweat and blah, 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 that Cain was afraid of these other people killing him. Uh-huh. And God said, I won't allow them to kill you. And then it also goes on in Genesis to talk about um, Cain and Seth getting married. And so I'm just curious, who are these other people that they're talking about if Adam and Eve only had these three sons. All right, that's a good question, Nicole, and it's a quite common question that is uh, that is asked. And uh, it shows that you've been reading the Bible because as you read, you're studying it. You know, you're doing more than reading it. You're studying it. And so what happens is Correct. these kind of questions come to the fore. Uh, what happens is this, that uh, God, I, I guess we'd have to say, Nicole, God sees things a little different from us, right? God is the one who, mm-hmm. of course, gave us this book. So... 
Uh, So he starts out in Genesis chapter, uh, you know, we we read what we read in Genesis chapter 3. Then we get to uh, uh, Genesis chapter 4. And what happens, Mm -hmm. it talks about predominantly there, it talks about Cain and Abel. And then what happens Mm -hmm. is we've got a whole chapter dealing with Cain and Abel. Uh, We don't read about anybody else there. But that's because of the fact that God was so concerned with us knowing about the first murder. This was the first murder that took place. All right. So he's got the real the purpose of Genesis. In fact, the purpose of Genesis chapter one and 11 to show you how man is falling away from God. First, it happens in Genesis chapter three, the fall of man, Adam and Eve. Now we're here in four and we see the first murder. So God was more concerned with that than telling us about the genealogy. Okay. now what happens is actually there's things in Genesis chapter five that come before Genesis chapter four. Right. Because what it tells Mm -hmm. us here. In uh, Genesis 5 and 1, this is the book of the generations of Adam. Now, this is the record of Adam's generations, right? right? In the day that Mm -hmm. God created man, in the likeness of God made him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day they were created. It says, And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and we got a son in his own likeness after his own image called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after that he'd begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begot sons and daughters. So, in other words, while Cain and Abel were growing up, and remember, by the time uh, they were, uh, uh, you know, they were on the scene, they were about 100 years old. Adam and Eve were having mm-hmm. babies like rabbits. I mean, you know, they kept mm-hmm. on just, mm-hmm. we just don't, uh, right. the account of it just wasn't told to us till we got to, to Genesis chapter 5. But they had a lot of offspring, right? And so these offspring, of course, uh, it wasn't uh, incest back then because they were separated by years and years and years. The laws against incest didn't really come until Leviticus 18. And so definitely... Uh, uh, so we, you know, so there was some intermarriage when Cain, when we're talking about, he went out and he found a wife. Yeah. It was one of his relatives far removed by age, you know, you see what I'm saying? Uh, but all of them offsprings of Adam and Eve. Uh, but it's not till Genesis chapter five till we find out about all these other offsprings that were around. The focus was on the first murder in Genesis. And, and in other words, understand that by the time that we see Abel and Cain dealing with each other already, Adam and Eve had had a lot of other children. Mm, okay. Yep, that's I really, it. really appreciate that. Thank you so much for that clarification. All right. Thank you for that call. That number mm-hmm. to call, area code 248-581-1214. Yeah, that's a common question because of the way that the Bible is arranged. But with the Bible, remember, God is more concerned with uh, us pulling the theology out of it than the historical, you know, the history is here. Yeah, history is here, but he arranges it differently because his focus is he wants us to see the first sin. Then, of course, uh, we have to put the rest together, but that's how it lays out. All right, that number to call, area code 248-581-1214, area code 248-581-1214. Let's go to uh, Frank in Detroit. Hello, Frank. Yes, Pastor Moss. Yes, sir. Yeah, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good for an old man, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing very, very good. Thank you. But anyway, I have a question concerning uh, Paul Atasa uh, going to Damascus. Who is that now? Uh, Saul. He was Paul going to Damascus. Oh, okay. Okay, we're dealing with Acts. Nine? Uh, dealing with Acts 9, starting at the third verse through the seventh verse. Okay, so you now, say I- Acts chapter 9? Chapter 9. Uh-huh. Starting at verse 3. Right. And mm-hmm. go through to 7. Okay. Okay. 
Now, Luke wrote this, but it said that when the light shined from heaven and all, and he heard this voice, but seeing no man. Uh-huh. Now, now Acts, uh, we, 22, let me get my thing right. Acts 22, 9. Uh-huh. It, he said those that were with him didn't hear the voice that spoke to him. Uh-huh. Now, what, what I'm saying is... It looks like a contradiction, people, doesn't it? In one right. place, it says, it, here in Acts 22, 9, And they that were with me saw indeed uh, the light and were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. Then right. over here in 9, and in, uh, what is it that you're looking at here? 9 and uh, verse uh, no. 6? Is it verse? No, no. It's verse 7. And the men that journeyed, which stood by speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. So in one place it says they heard it, and the other voice it, it place it says they didn't, huh? Right. Yeah. I was just wondering if that was contradictory. Well, not exactly. Uh, this is an often something that is used uh, by people who want to prove that there's contradictions in the Bible. However, definitely there's a difference in what it, uh, is, is said here, but that doesn't mean it's a contradiction. In other words, okay. what happens here, here's where we go to lexical studies, that when it says uh, hearing a voice in both places, uh, one means they heard it, but they didn't understand it. So what it says here in 7, And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. In other words, they heard a sound, but they did not understand it. Over in 22, uh, where you're looking at there, where it says that they, uh, uh, in which verse was that one? We're in 22, where you have us at? Yeah. 22, 20, 10, 22, 7. 7, yeah, 22, 7. And I fell upon the ground and heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, why persecutest thou? I mean, now Saul heard it, but the men w- with him, the problem was when it said they didn't hear it. No, they heard a voice, they just did not understand what the voice had said. That was the problem okay. they had. The only person who understood it was Paul, but they heard something. Okay. I can accept that. Yeah, that's the harmonization of that, and it's the okay. uh, it's the Greek structure of the uh, of the verses that lets you know that. Okay, thank you so much. All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, that number to call: area code two four eight five eight one one two one four. Area code two four eight five eight one one two one four. And by the way, there's a number of good books called Hard Sayings of the Bible. Uh, so-called contradictions in the Bible. Haley's Bible commentary does a lot of this for us as well, uh, which can help you uh, with dealing with Bible difficulties. And Dr. Norm Geisler has written very, very many books on this particular subject. And I will be uh, on this program dealing with uh, that type of information as well. All right, let's go to Gary. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, that's my, I see you had another phone number. I finally got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my question is from um, Matthew 28, after Jesus resurrected, before he went to heaven. Uh-huh. In Matthew 28:19, he said, Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, uh-huh. teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the teachings of Jesus were the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right. He fulfilled that. So then his disciples, he told them to go preach. Mm-hmm. So what were they supposed to preach? They were supposed to preach what he taught. Is that right? Yes, exactly. That's, uh, so that's then, self-explanatory. There may have been some that went to preach that, and then, then uh, the day of Pentecost came. So 
Peter told people there are things they had to do if they were going to be a part of the kingdom of God. Is that right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. And Acts the second chapter. So did he teach different than what Jesus said? No, I don't think he taught different from what Jesus said at all. Because he said, uh, he said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Uh-huh. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay. So is that a second part of the gospel? What, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ? And to receive the Holy Ghost. And if you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you receive the Holy Ghost automatically. Well, see, here's the problem. Either that's right or that's wrong, because Peter said you'll receive the Holy Ghost after you get the Holy Ghost, but Cornelius got the Holy Ghost and then was baptized in Jesus' no, well, Hang on. we gotta take right? a, we got to take a break, and we'll come right back. Can you hang on? Oh, okay, yeah. All sure. right. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, Call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Fairmax Law is a debt relief agency. Do you need to file bankruptcy but can't come up with the money? No worries. Fairmax Law can file your bankruptcy now for no money down. Call 800-658-1988 right now. Yes, we can file your case and stop garnishment, repossession, and harassing calls for no money down. Call 800-658-1988 for a free consultation right over the phone. We will even pull your credit reports for free. United States bankruptcy law allows consumers just like you who are struggling with debt the same fresh start opportunity businesses have enjoyed for decades. That means you may be able to wipe out your debts entirely and literally start over. Call 800-658-1988 right now. Nearly 800,000 people last year chose bankruptcy as a solution because it is not a debt settlement or consolidation program where you still owe money. Bankruptcy protection may allow you to eliminate your debts completely and start over. Just call 800-658-1988 and Fairmax Law can file your bankruptcy now for no money down. Call 800-658-1988 that's 800-658-1988 whether you're on the mountaintop or in the valley we're here be encouraged on the new fm 92.7 and am 1500 faith talk detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com this is daryl wood by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way i sleep the pillows don't go flat you can wash and dry them as many times as you want and they maintain their shape and they're made in the usa for a limited time mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever you can get a queen premium my pillow for 29.98 regularly 69.98 that's a 40 dollars savings kings are only five dollars more not only are you getting the lowest price ever 29.98 for a queen size 
premium. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code RUNTOWIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. That number to call, area code 248-581-1214. Area code 248-581-1214. All right, we've got Gary's question that's been asked a number of times by a number of people concerning the fact, do you have to speak in tongues if you're saved? And the Bible's real clear that that's not the case. I believe in speaking in tongues, have the gift myself. Some have it, some don't. God gives gifts according to his will. Uh, now, the Bible is clear where in uh, this is one passage we could look at. There's a number of them. First Corinthians 12. Now, concerning the spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand. Here's a key passage. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Therefore, if you say that Jesus is Lord, notice what it says here. Once again, you know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. So the believer gets the Holy Spirit automatically upon salvation. That is clearly what the Bible teaches. And in terms of the baptism, notice what the baptism of the Spirit, there's a filling of the Spirit and a baptism of the Spirit. But look at verse 13, 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. So definitely, if you are born again and saved, you are baptized by the Holy Spirit and placed into the body of Christ. And when that happens, one thing we know, that God gives to each person. Notice it says in 1 Corinthians 7, and this is for, for Gary, uh, to, it says in verse 11, But all these works that one and selfsame Spirit, the Holy Spirit is given to all believers, true believers, but all these works that one and selfsame Spirit dividing to every man severally as he wills. The thing to understand is that God gives you the gifts of the Holy Spirit as he wants you to have them. And the gift of tongues is just another gift. All of them produced by the same Spirit. And it's clearly enumerated in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12. So the Bible is clear on that particular subject, that particular issue. Throughout the Bible, uh, definitely, there's a number of godly men of Christ throughout history who've done great things for God and never spoke in tongues. That's just the plain, simple truth about it. All right, I'm rushing to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries now, uh, going there to talk about the fact that there are no apostles for today. Look to see you there. See you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. This is WLQV Detroit, FM 92.7 and AM 